Right, I'm just, I'm I've just hit record because um, I like to do these things naturally and then tell people how natural I've done it. Hey, wait. Um, yeah, that was like the, in, in fact, you saying you never used Skype before. That's like the easiest we've ever done it since we've, since the whole lockdown thing. We've just been like, bam, <laughs> oh, done. You know, so, uh, so thank you. Um, welcome everybody to the Issues Be Biscuit podcast. Uh, we're still going. Yeah, we're still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and before we get into the show, I'll, I'll, I want to welcome my co-host, Julie, as well. How's it going? Jules, you okay? It's going fine. Yep. Yeah. Been gardening all morning. You've got a nice big garden, to be fair. I'm quite envious of your garden. I mean... Yeah, but <laughs> when there's a lot of it to do, it's not so clever. <laughs> um, well, anyway... Um, Today we are bringing uh, the the county high sheriff. Um, is something I've never heard of before, and I feel quite ignorant. But I've been doing research today, and it's actually something I should definitely know about because it's a it's a role that's apparently over a thousand years old. So <laughs> I like to introduce uh, high sheriff of Sh- uh, Shropshire, uh, Dean Harris. Thank you very much for joining us. Hi there. Hi. Good to know. Thank you for having me. Uh, yes, indeed. That is part of the issue with the High Sheriff is a lot of people don't know about it. So uh, amongst other things that I've set out to do this year, uh, one of them is to raise the profile of the role so that it, it continues to stay um, relevant, really. But yes, you are right. It's, uh, it's 1100 years old and uh, wow. actually the oldest secular office next to the monarch. So, uh, yeah, quite, quite proud and, and very privileged to be in, in office. Fantastic! I think it's amazing. Um, I, I mean, I feel bad that I didn't know about it, but I think you're right. I mean, you all need to know about what this is. You know, um, it's a very important role by the sounds of it. So, have we got like clear records dating back to like 1100 years old? How, how you know the people that have been the high sheriff in Shropshire? There are records, and, and there's a gentleman actually in Shropshire um, who who made it his mission to. Um, record uh, with crests and crowns and everything uh, every high sheriff that has ever been in Shropshire I think he he stopped about 10 years ago but um, he produced a book on it which uh, I'm, I've been lucky enough to be given a copy of sadly my name obviously won't be featuring in there unless somebody else wants to <laughs> yeah. carry on his work but um, yeah I mean the history of it is that you were you were very much um, the crown the, the king's representative in the county for collecting and uh giving over the taxes hence there's the story to do with robin hood and things where he that robin hood and the high sheriff of nottingham he didn't give all of the taxes over um so that was the job and also that you were supposed to protect the county so you could raise a posse and and defend uh, the county Uh, obviously we don't have to do either of those things anymore thank the lord um (laughs) hmrc well adapted collecting taxes uh, (laughs) and and we now have the police force who do the other bit so um so no my job's very different now in so much as uh it's very much um ceremonial and an element of ceremonial but you are here to uh talk about the good that's going on in the county um raise the profile of organizations voluntary sector and things like that and fundamentally you're here to support everything to do with the judiciary emergency services the voluntary sector let me make sure i get all of these (laughs) the um crown so the lord lieutenant and anything to do with the royal family visiting um all of the faiths that that are around and also the um local authorities and generally anything to do with crime prevention is what we're here to do as well so quite a big remit really wow (laughs) that's the whole of shropshire isn't it dean Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting out and about. I, well, I'm not getting out and about. I plan to get out and about <laughs> and uh, do want to, by the end of my year, have visited 
um, as many of the towns and villages as I possibly can. Because I, I have to admit, I mean, I've been in Shropshire 20, 24 years, I think. Um, and there are an awful lot of bits and pieces that I haven't got out to yet. So uh, that that's on my to-do list as well. Where, where does um, where does a high sheriff differ from, like, say, a mayor? You know, uh, a mayor is um, e- they're elected, aren't they? Yeah. And you have town mayors, and you and and it's more political. Whereas the uh, high sheriff is very much uh, non-political, independent, um, n- nothing to do with the local authorities or anything. Oh, okay. So very different. Uh, and I mean, dare I say it? In in the pecking order, the high sheriff sits. Um, higher officially in so much as to do with the history and what have you whereas the uh, mayors are generally linked to a, um, a political party and to do with the local authorities and town councils whereas we sit aside from that oh it's fascinating do, do you have a deputy high sheriff sorry uh, yeah. madeline butcher who's the answer she she um is she she's there's that's the continuity in that she's been in office for several years and so she's been through several sheriffs and she will continue on to the next sheriff after me so um she but she generally is as i say from a legal Um. perspective she keeps us in law and order and makes makes sure that we're abided by the constitution and not not stepping out of line really oh that that's brilliant because that Um, kind of stops um any kind of favoritism or anything it's just like you're you're she's there to do a certain job for everybody you know i like that yeah absolutely no that's it what were you going to ask, Julie? You were, you were asking something just as we cut out. Can yeah, you... I think I asked how long does a high sheriff serve? And, Dean, I think you said a year, didn't you? Yeah, we just get a year. So I've got um, a, a, quite a long to-do list. Uh, and obviously my year has been somewhat hampered so far. So <laughs> yeah. hopefully um, it's not long before we're, we're out the other side of this. But, uh, yeah, so it's uh, that, that's the one um, slight difficulty with the role, that you have no you, – you can't start something that you can't really finish in the year. Um, right. you, can't, you can't tie the hands of the the incoming sheriff really so um you have to be quite careful about that side of things i mean there's one or two things that do carry on which is the um young citizenship awards uh those are a, a, an, an annual feature for, for all high sheriffs wow. um and then we're going to see if there's one or two other things that we can maybe create during my year that we can pass on as well but uh, we'll, we'll uh-huh. see how does um how does one prepare for a role like this is was is this something you knew you'd be doing for a while um, or is it something that takes just a couple of years to, to build up to? Well, it's um, how I got the role was I was nominated. And um, in, in my real life, I'm a magistrate and have been for 20 years. So okay. what happened was I was nominated by a previous high sheriff, uh, Christine Holmes, who was also um, a magistrate. So I knew uh, about three and a half years ago, uh, I was approached three and a half years ago to, to, to see if I would take the role on, which... Um, I had to think quite long and hard because a I wanted to make sure that I could make some sort of difference, and also there's you know there's a time commitment uh, as well. So I agreed to do it, and then it's a case of you aren't allowed to tell anybody, so that's um, a strain. Um, yeah, I bet. So uh, it wasn't so much me keeping the secret; it was more my husband keeping the secret, but he, he didn't do too badly. So <laughs> well done, once, husband. <laughs> uh, once it went. Um, I, I could tinker along, so I couldn't really let anybody know I was asking certain questions. So once it became sort of general knowledge, when it was announced at the Royal Courts of Justice about a year last November, I started connecting with certain people and organisations that I wanted to take on and, and champion throughout my year. So I, I was quite clear on the areas I wanted to focus on in my year, um, which are domestic abuse, uh, child poverty and deprivation and addiction, which are 
tough subjects and there'll yeah. be one or two intakes of breath when I've mentioned them, but um, I've stuck hard and fast to those and that hasn't changed. Even with COVID, I still think they're important, important things. So, um, so I've been preparing in so much as networking, creating a bit of a database, planning out one or two events and things. Um, and then obviously my declaration, which was meant to be on the 3rd of April. Uh, which in the end was done by Zoom, I think it was, or WhatsApp. Oh. So, uh, yeah, that was quite interesting. But, um, but yeah, so quite a long time to prepare. But you are, as I say, you, you can't go out shouting from the rooftops. So. And I, I bet it must have, been, must have felt like a kick in the teeth, really, uh, having to do your, you know, your ceremony under closed doors because of all this. It must have felt terrible for you. It was, I mean, it was, it was a bit of a side swipe. I mean, there's people going through an awful lot more than, 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 than that at the moment. But um, as I think I said to somebody the other day, I felt a bit like I'd organised my wedding for three years and then the, the groom had run off at the last minute, <laughs> um, which uh, it, it was fine. I mean, it, you know, I, I, in some ways it worked out better because whilst there wasn't tea and buns all round, um, it meant that we could do a video of it, upload it to social media. Yeah. And so there's probably about, 10 times the people got to see the declaration yeah, as, as, as normally would really um it's just that it, there wasn't quite so much of the you know the the, the grandeurity of it really which is a shame i guess mm. i guess when this is all done we can do a, an after party if it's, you know there's an opportunity i plan on doing something similar for my wife we for her birthday we i think we sat and watched netflix like you know there okay. wasn't what else can you do um so I think after oh. after all this, I'm going to throw a party. For, you know, so thank. Okay, very good. Um, so yeah, this year you've chosen a few things to to to, to tackle. Um, yeah. They're quite hard hitting subjects. Um, what made you yeah. think of these? Um, it's a lot of it's to do with what I see day in day out in court because I sit in uh, criminal court, so adult court, and I also sit in the family court. So. I'm well aware of, of some of the issues around the county, which some people, you know, understandably are unaware of. Um, you know, why, why, would, why would they know about it all? But it's quite important to me that we, even though we're seen as a wealthy county, that we, we do support and assist wherever we can, where, where people are, are less well off or, or are going through some, some troubled times. So um, it, it comes from what I see in court, and I know how the three issues I've chosen are inevitably interlinked. Um, and I just want to raise awareness of them and see if the provision we've got in the county is sufficient, can be better. It just needs highlighting sometimes. So, um, mm. yeah, that, that's my my mission, as it were, to, to try and put people together who can can make a difference. Yeah, we we did. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware, Dean, we uh, we did an interview. Look, was it last Friday, Al, the Poetry Share? Yeah, we did uh, yeah. our shared, yeah. our shared yeah, biscuits. Shrewsbury. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been. I've already spoken to Jane actually. Um, so, so we're in conversation. She sent me a, a wish list. So I'm I'm working through that at the moment. And um, I mean, I think that the, one of the big problems with with Shropshire is, um, I mean, we are very fortunate. It's a stunning uh, county to to live in. Um, but it's the fact that we, we, in some ways, we are a county of two halves. Is is what I, I'm finding. Um, and I, I mean, not helped by the fact we've got, you know, two local authorities in there, but um, mm. yeah, that, that's another story. But um, <laughs> that, that's the thing that you, I'm having to take into account is that, you know, it's, it's very different Telford side to, to Shropshire and uh, to Shrewsbury and, and beyond. So um, mm. just having to, to bear that in mind as well, because, you know, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of provision in some parts of the county for certain things and not a lot of provision in other parts. So we need to try and 
even that out and, and make sure everybody's getting access to, to what they need, really. Well, Telford's mm. so densely populated, isn't it? You know, it's, it's there's a lot of people in such a short space. Uh, yeah. That's what yeah. causes all the problems, you know. It's mm. a comp- completely different demographic, really, and, you know, and, and, and they're, the problems there, even the way that things have to be policed in... Um, in, in the Telford area as opposed to the to Shrewsbury and, and, and North Shropshire. Very, very different problems, even though it's all one county. But, you know, mm. uh, as long as long as we're aware of it and, and I can take it into account, then hopefully we can we can make some difference somewhere. Sure. So what would you say? I mean, obviously, you've, you've got these sort of uh, projects that you want to tackle this year. And um, <laughs> obviously being locked down presents one challenge. But Absolutely. What, what would you say is your major challenge for 2020, COVID aside, so to speak? Um, I think the key thing, I mean, I've, I've got a whole to-do list. Um, and the the key thing is I wanted to, the domestic abuse probably takes, I wouldn't say takes priority, but I feel I can probably have the most impact with the domestic abuse side of things. So, again, um, highlighting what can be done there what, what's accessible um being more aware and making people more aware of some of the fundamental problems with being in, in abusive relationships and how difficult they are to get out of um mm. because the the age-old oh i don't know why they don't just leave doesn't work mm. um so again raising awareness there but also seeing if we can get some um better provision around the refuges and things like that so that's quite a tall order but I think particularly with the government now making noises on domestic abuse and hopefully it's going to attract a little bit more funding mm. um, and obviously the change in the law, which hopefully should come later in the year, that then maybe we can have an impact there. The addiction side of things, um, I, I've done some work already with uh, Willardine uh, down in Bridge North and <clears> I've been connected with a lot of the smaller uh, addiction charities because fundamentally they, they, they need money. Um, and it needs to be a bit more of a joined up service. So I wanted, wanted to have an impact there in so much as, again, making people aware of what is available and seeing if we can maybe take away, again, probably like Jane said, um, some of the stigma and making it easier for people to self-refer with some of these problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And finally, I think that the toughest one is going to be the child um, child poverty and deprivation because it's not as if you go to one charity to solve that problem. That that's um, very much obviously working with the local authorities Uh, and that might be just a bit of awareness raising, but also, you know, questioning what some of these very large charities are, what what impact are they having in the county and is there more that we could be asking them to do in the county? So like the Bernardos and the Save the Children and people like that. So connecting with them as well, because they, you know, they they are doing good work around the country. Um, Mm. Let's see if we can get a bit more of that going on in Shropshire as well. Yeah. And as I, as I was told at the very beginning of this journey, I'm here to generally sprinkle my shrivel dust for, for 12 months. So I mm-hmm. will sprinkle my, my fairy dust, as it were. But, um, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I'm, gonna try and do, I'm, I'm obviously going to try and do some fundraising along the way <clears> as well, <throat> which um, I'm very fortunate that there's a company in Oslo Street called ACO who um, have pledged a, a lot of their corporate social responsibility budget to me for the year for me to spend uh, and for them to work with me on certain projects as well. So that's fantastic. But again, a lot of that's on hold at the moment until we're out of lockdown, um, just to be you know, sensitive and, and just make sure that we're putting the money in the right places because my three causes still stay true, but it might be that we have to have a, you know, a, a rethink on one or two aspects of things that we were going to do. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, I suppose, particularly one of the ones that will probably get highlighted more as a result of uh, obviously lockdown is because I've, I've seen a few reports myself about the, uh, uh, you know, unfortunately, the increase in, in domestic abuse because people are being forced into situations where normally they would have had a bit of an escape. Now they haven't. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm mindful that there is quite a lot out there on social media at the moment about domestic abuse and things for exactly that reason. Um, and, and speaking to the two Shropshire-based charities, I think it was last week, they, they hadn't had, the, the numbers hadn't gone up significantly as far as be, uh, things being reported. But mm. it, I think it's just a, a calm before the storm, real, realistically. Yeah. But it's, um, it, it, and, and that's what worries me in a way more about the COVID. I mean, it, there are people going through hell at the moment. Mm. But I, I, part of me worries that when we are, lockdown is over and we come out the other side, it's almost going to be a worse situation. Mm, yeah. it, it, it's a, I suppose it's a bit like when you have a baby and the novelty's there to start with and then nobody's remotely interested in you after about yeah. a fortnight are they and, and, and yeah. it's that that worries me when people are well we're out of it um, you know oh well no more no more mortgage holidays no more loan holidays you've got the financial yeah. aspect as well so I don't mm. know it's, it's um and you, 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 gotta, you got I mean like I've been struggling I mean I've, I've been quite vocal about it and the reason I'm vocal about it is because I, I want people to know that a, I'm human, uh, and, and B, that people can come and talk to me because I'm going through a similar situation as yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I've been struggling a lot, and I can see why, you know, domestic abuse or, you know, uh, you know that kind of heated, horrible atmosphere can... Because mm. I, I felt a bit pent up, you know? I'm not I'm not a bad... I'm not an animal, uh, but, you know, I felt in, in that kind of environment. Um, so when you, when, when you release people out... And you say yes, let's go. You're gonna have all this energy and all this all this negativity in people, and it's just gonna spill out into the communities. It's, uh, I mean, I'm not saying that uh, you know lockdown ending is gonna be an absolutely terrible thing because it really won't be. But I mean, there is that possibility that we're gonna have so many new problems to deal with, right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think, I mean, the thing you got with the whole domestic abuse side of things, it's the fact that there's 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 not quite often there's children stuck in the middle of that, and mm. they they're not going to school at the moment, and at least school is is an outlet. Um, or some area of sanity and things like that and I, yeah. I, I understand people's pressures and stresses and strains but um that there's still no excuse for, for for that sort of thing but um yeah no it's it, it's it's tricky it really is and so hopefully um working as I say with Shropshire Domestic Abuse Services and West Mercy Women, Women's Aid um seeing where we can go with that uh and and what we can highlight and, and make some of the you know I'm, I'm talking to some survivors and things like that so that I've got an insight as well um, you know, so that I, I understand, I, I understand quite a lot. We're quite well trained as magistrates, anyway. But it's not the same as hearing somebody's story. And one of the things I really want to get done um, in the autumn is the Chamber of Commerce have agreed, Shropshire Chamber of Commerce have agreed that they will um, help me to put on a employers forum so we can make employers aware of the signs of domestic abuse and what they can do to support it. Yeah. That's a good shout. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, they, they've agreed to do that so Mandy Thorne from the uh, Chamber has agreed to do that and that will again be working with uh, Shropshire Domestic Abuse Services and West Mercy Women's Aid so it, it'll be you know a, a, not just ODAs and that problem but actually helping employees because it's so sensitive I mean you might suspect yeah. a lot of things going on but what do you do about it and quite a lot of people are so secretive and and you know scared uh, and the last thing they want to do is it to impact on their work so I think that would be quite an important one, which I think they did something similar uh, last year, I think it was, to do with mental health. So, 
they've got a template for us to follow and um, apparently that worked quite, quite well. So that that's a biggie. Um, and then again, as I said, um, doing some work with some of the smaller organisations around the county, which again, I've been networking with over this last week to see what, what they need and, and, and what we can help them with as well. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, I guess like, you know, you're saying you trying to raise the profile of the high sheriff and then you yep. trying to help with the the promotion of, of you know, of these charities that you that you plan to help and use to help out with. Um, I suppose they go hand in hand, don't they? So how do you tackle one differently than the other? How do you promote you in aid to well, promote your charity? Um, well, I'm, I'm promoting the office is, yeah. is the fundamental thing because and quite it's been quite um, a lot of high sheriffs previously have and times have changed have, have sort of been uh, not been in favor of a lot of social media so yeah. um i've ramped up the social media massively uh, we've got zoom over in telford uh, working with me to get that going because i could certainly couldn't be left to my own devices um so again making sure that we're getting appropriate and relevant posts uh, every week so we're on um, instagram linkedin and facebook um, get getting that moving and 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 keeping that going and then linking in with relevant organisations so that's important. Yeah. Um, making sure that I'm talking to key players um, and that they're you know they they know who I am and they know what the office is about. So yes, I'm I'm out there telling people all about it. Um, yeah. And then when it comes to supporting the organisations and and the, and it's not just charities it, it you know yeah. it can be individuals or anything it's important that uh, it's not just about me giving them money it's about because there's only a limited amount of money sometimes it's just that they might need a volunteer which um again one of the organisations I was talking to earlier they needed some help on admin i found somebody who could help them on, on admin just volunteer posts so some of it's just putting a lot of it actually not just some of it is about putting people together who can solve the problem so almost like a, a um I, I'm almost just networking and, and being like a bit of a bureau to put people together who can sort problems out because I can't do them all. Yeah. Mm. That's the important thing. Yeah. It, uh, you mentioned um, sort of like, uh, earlier about the laws changing this year. Yes. Um, whenabouts is that due and what is that actual change in the law? The What it's about, uh, well, it's I'm going to a conference uh, in, well, sorry, I'm just going into the cupboard to get the actual details on it so I can, I'm not misquoted, um, in November down at Westminster, which um, is hopefully, hopefully when the, uh, well, I mean, the readings have all been, the reading of the bill has all been uh, delayed and what have you, wasn't it, due to COVID, yeah. so, uh, as is everything in the world. So um, I think my understanding is it'll be the tail end of this year. Um, I think it's already been done in Scotland, mm-hmm. uh, but we're still going through the motions here. So there's a big conference down in Westminster, 3rd of November, um, where all of that will come together and the uh, Minister for Domestic Abuse will be there and all the significant charities and some survivors, actually. So I, it, it will be the latter part of this year, fingers crossed, if it gets the final reading and goes through. So, um, yeah, yeah that, that, that'll be quite uh, significant. I mean, it will be significant, but you've still got... We've still got to have it that there are more refuges and it's easier for women to, or not women, men, anybody yeah. to leave, mm-hmm. uh, go somewhere safe. And even things to do with the benefit systems and the complexities of that. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's, there's not going to be an easy solution to it all, but we've got certainly got to do something more than we are because um, I was talking to the uh, chief constable the other way and he was saying about some of the you know the stuff we were talking about 15 years ago to do with domestic abuse hasn't changed it's still the same today and for really? some reason we haven't been able to g- grab hold of it and 
and, and make the massive inroads that are needed. I mean, things are, are better, but it's still we're not we're not getting the solutions quick enough. I mean, if you think about the numbers of um, every every hour, a hundred calls are received by the police in England and Wales every hour, every day, just to do with domestic abuse. Wow, that's so scary. Just, but the cost, you know, cost from that point of view is is beyond a yeah. joke. But yeah, mm. the, the stats are quite quite frightening, really. I imagine. I imagine it's terrible. Um, <clears throat> Uh, it's dreadful that nothing's changed in 15 years yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And you it's, think? It's, I mean, it, I, and it absolutely comes down to funding. I mean, that the knowledge and the will is there, but but the funding yeah. required for refuges and things like that. And you know, you've got to remember that. So there are there are kids caught up in all of this as well. Mm. And right. this, this this at this time, and you know, uh, in in the you know, with the COVID nineteen thing, the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots of contributing factors as well, isn't there? You know, obviously there's people not at work, as and I, I, you know, but you know, it's things like debt are accumulating. If people can't go to work, they, they can't pay their debts yep. and things like that. Um, yep. As far as I mean, I know you guys just deal essentially sort of like with I mean, the council deal with council tax and things like that. But um, yep. how do how do you guys how are we going to approach that? You know, because it's going to be an issue, isn't it? Well, I mean, that's that's not my forte, even no. though I'm my background is accounting. But that that one really is over to the government, isn't it? I mean, that there are, um, and I have to say, the the information available on the website, which you have to remember, not everybody has access to the internet. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> there is a lot of information there, and and it is as much if people will accept there's a problem and they will go and talk to people. Then there are there there are solutions out there more now more more than ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's going to easy. And you know, I, I'm quite fortunate where I am. But um, you know, I, I understand there are people who it's the same as when the school vouchers. Everybody think, okay, we've solved the problem of the the um, preschool meals. Well, the vouchers were only accepted in places like Waitrose. They weren't accepted in Aldi. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> People on free meals <laughs> do not shop at Waitrose, for goodness. Neither do I shop at Waitrose. <laughs> um, so there's some silly things like that going on. But I think fundamentally, if people will talk to Citizens Advice Bureau, um, the councils, that there are pockets of money there. There are solutions there uh, that... They're not long-term solutions, admittedly, but they may be, be enough to get people over the hump and either get themselves back into work or, um, you know, some of the debt charities as well are, are very good and yeah. stepping up to them now. But but I, I don't think, you know, it's going to be a long old haul getting us out of this mess, it's fair to say. I yeah. think so. I think so. But No, so, um, but yeah, so the, there's, there's a lot to do and in very different times, but I'm, I'm still going to, as I say, keep, keep on the same goal that I had from the, from the beginning. So yeah, not, yeah, not get too you've, deflected. You've got to, haven't you? I mean, that's, I mean, like you said, you've been thinking about this for a while now and uh, you, you know, it must become a, 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 quite a desire and a passion while you're thinking about this, uh, as, as it's building up and then what, now it's your time to shine. You've got to fulfill that, right? Well, that, that's part of the reason that I'm, I'm not prepared to let these go. And, and, I, and one or two people have said, oh, no, have you thought about this? And, have you, and I've said, no, those are the things that I know need addressing. They, they need help. And, and they're things that I, I know about as well. So, um, you know, I, I can't deny that, that having the backdrop of being a magistrate is a massive help to, to becoming a high sheriff. And, yeah. and there's not there's not many uh, magistrates who who are who do become high sheriff. So um, we have got quite an insight, particularly as one of our fundamental jobs is to to support the judiciary. Um, so you, you do tend to have a, um, a, a sort of a bit of a head start on things, really. So 
uh, that, that's quite useful. But no, I'm, I'm going to hang on to my my uh, beliefs and passions on this one. I'm, I'm definitely. Yeah, exactly. It's it's interesting, actually, because and I, I'm pretty sure I think she might have been deputy high sheriff. Um, but my sort of like ex 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 Bosch, they, they used to own um driver awareness company. Um, and in Telford and oh, I know the wins. Yes, yes, yeah, Jenny, yes, Jenny yes. Wins. She was yes. deputy, wasn't she? Was she no, deputy she's, a de- she's a deputy. She's a deputy lieutenant. Deputy lieutenant, right? That's yes. yeah. there's all these different titles, that's isn't it. there? Yeah. Yes, she works with Anna Turner, our current uh, our um, Lord Lieutenant. Right. Okay, Lord Lieutenant. That's right. Yes. Now you've said that. That does make sense. Now, yeah. <laughs> no, the, um, the Lord Lieutenant is the Queen's representative in the county. So um, they're they're in for the long haul, whereas yeah. we are uh, one year only and officially known as the Queen's representative for law and order in the county. Um, right. And I then, was, then it, but we change every year. I was yeah. I was um, I was a Lord Lieutenant in the uh, Army Cadets when I was a kid. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was a Lord Lieutenant of the Wrexham County. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's really weird. I hope you've got that on your CV, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> my ROA, which is uh, um, I haven't seen my oh, ROA. For... <laughs> Ironically, um, with the uh, High Sheriff, we have uh, police cadets. The Armed Forces is the Lord Lieutenant, whereas we we are the police. So um, I have actually got four police cadets assigned to me, but bless them, they, obviously things went wrong from the beginning in yeah. so much as they, their first event was going to be my declaration. So they had to stand down for that. So we're hoping that we can get a, a Zoom conference or something going over the next couple of weeks just to keep in touch with them and um, see what they've been up to, really. But, mm-hmm. yes, it's, it's quite it's quite exciting, really, because there's never been a, a big cadet programme linked to the, the High Sheriff before. So... Uh, we spent quite a lot of time working with them to to get a template going for that, and um, that's rolled out now across the whole of West Mercia, so not just in Shropshire, which is really good as well. But yeah. we just need to get it going because obviously um, we've been we've been stalled a bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. guess I guess with all this going on, everybody's at home. This gives you lots of time to prepare, doesn't it? I guess you sat at home making plans, and like you said, you're speaking to people like Jane McKenzie at Share, speaking to Bernardo's. You know, you're speaking to people, and you can do that while you're at home. So maybe when we we're, we're we're unleashed upon the world, you can kind of just <laughs> put your plans into place. I guess. Well, I don't think you want to see me being unleashed. I can assure you. But, but, but no, um, what's been in some ways it's been useful because I'd, I'd sort of set myself a plan and I'd got a whole list of people I wanted to catch up with, but it would have been meetings and I'd been sent, spending time going out to them. I've still carried on with that and made contact and whether it's been phone, Zoom or whatever it's been, um, pretty much I've worked through that list uh, and I've got sort of conference calls the rest of this week and all of next week as I have from the 3rd of April really. So it's been useful to connect with people. It's given me some time to do a bit more research and I've also come across some organisations I didn't even know about. So that, that's that been quite useful. Mm. My little red book is getting fuller and fuller with ideas and thoughts and, and um, things I can sort of do with people. So that that's pretty good. Um, some stuff simply can't happen. Like I, I wanted to go, I was going to spend some time at Stokey's, uh, yeah. the HMP Stokey's, but obviously that's not practical to do. So mm. there's some things that just can't happen. Um, yeah, and I wanted to connect and do some work with the schools as well, which again, that there's they're not going to be interested in the high sheriff at the moment. Yeah, yeah. 
it's, but, a, um, it's like um it's like phil gillam uh we were, we're going to get him on the show next week i think it's meant to be this week but next week i think we're going to get him on the mayor of shrewsbury and i, I was yeah. just i thinking this poor guy right he's had, he's had a, a great start to the year i mean the flower show and we had a great you know yeah. but then he's got then we had the floods and then we got coronavirus and it's just like the the last three months of his term has just been terrible yeah. for him and i feel i feel bad for him you know um, he's, I mean, he's, he's done quite a lot of good in his in his first period in in office. So he's he's done done a lot around the town. So that's been pretty good, really. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's the thing that we've got. You know, that concerns me is some things have gone by the wayside, like the, the flower shows gone, the air shows gone, yeah. uh, and various other things. Um, oh. Going to Buckingham Palace, the garden parties has gone. Oh. So, um, which um, so there's big things like that. But I mean, that's those those are the sort of the icing on the cake, really, which were the, were the nice to have. So there's still there's still a lot that can be done, um, and it's just seeing what what state we're all in when we come out the other side, really. But um, you know, I'm I'm still delighted to be in office i haven't been worn down in the first month yet but um <laughs> uh it, it's just um you know doing what you can and making best use of your time i'm quite lucky as well i've got an office at home so um subject to the dog knocking the door every 10 minutes i i can you know i'm pretty much set up i haven't got to spread things out on the kitchen table and put things away so i'm, I'm quite fortunate from that point i mean like i said you and I, you know you talk about your, your your red book and stuff and me you know, uh, you're not getting pulled left to the right. Dean, we need you here. You're here on Thursday. You're there on Friday. You can sit and, like I said, think and you can plan. Right. You know, That's and also, I, you know, I, my, I've never had my diary so empty in all my life. Whether I mean, normally it's full of work and social engagements, which are, you know, my, my choice, but this is very much. You know, I, I can choose what, what time I'm wanting the Zoom calls and things like that. So in a way, mm. yes, it is. I've got a lot more flexibility than some people. Uh, and, you know, I'm, st- I'm still working. But again, I can, because it's our own business, I can work that around what, whatever I want to as well. So so that's not a problem. I've, I've, I've got something I just thought of, actually. Um, as, as a magistrate, I mean, are you working as a magistrate as well as, as the high no, sheriff? No, I'm, I'm not allowed. To, no, I'm not allowed. So I have to stand down. Um, sorry, I held the thing quite close to me then. Um, I have to stand down for the 12 months of being uh, in office. Okay. Um, I'm still linked in in so much as I get all the updates. And I'm still on the advisory committee, which is the committee that recruits new magistrates and um, disciplines naughty ones. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm still involved with that, but I'm not allowed to be in court, which um, when, we, when we first went into COVID, I did think, oh, my goodness, I could be far more use if I was sitting in court now for the next few months but obviously with the, the court systems changed anyway at the moment yeah. there's limited stuff going on there so um i'm, I'm as well being here but uh, yeah so I, i'll stand down that was going to be my lead my next this was leading on to that question is how are they doing court procedures now because like you know well, there's, um there's there's a lot of stuff's not happening it's just been deferred off um there's some stuff being done um the, the district judges are doing it instead of the magistrates um some stuff is being done with um the justices on a uh, remote video link and only being called in if they need to make a decision so mm-hmm. that i mean they are being quite innovative to, to fair in fairness to them um but it's that there's no doubt there's going to be a massive backlog when we come out the other side as well so oh, i think sure. there's going to be a rethink on maybe what what we do there and whether courts run later into the day or things like that i don't know i really mm, don't know yeah. so there's a lot of rem- any remands and things are still happening but um not not the general day-to-day yeah yeah i mean it's it's, it's, a, it's a, this is a nightmare i mean like my you know the fiscal year has restarted so everybody's got holidays again right i've got yeah, a load, yeah. like six weeks of holidays sat there waiting to use and i'm like what's yeah. the point no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. what's the point 
I, I think I think the thing with the whole COVID thing is is when you start thinking too deeply about it, the impact on every single person. That I mean, even just I know we all joke about you know I've got roots coming through and and my hair is getting longer <laughs> and I look more like Lenny the Lion than anything. But um, it's 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 even to just drill down to that. So it's the hairdresser who now is you know and and, it, and you yeah. just drill down and it gets further and further down and it's the impact across every single aspect of every single person's life which yeah. um it, it, it just doesn't you couldn't have dreamt this could you we just really couldn't so um <laughs> me me being high sheriff is is the, is the least uh you know me being inconvenienced rather i should say as high sheriff is, is the least thing for anybody to worry about but what i do want people to understand is that um anybody who's got an organization a charity or an individual that they think i can support or or um help in any way even if it's just raising the profile then please get in touch and the same that um some way down the line towards the end of the year i'd like to do some high sheriff awards so again oh, for unsung nice. heroes and things like that that's one of the things i'd like to start this year and then pass on to the next high sheriff as well so that, that's mm-hmm. quite important to well, see if we can get something going there well please remember There'll us plenty of them yeah <laughs> remember us if, well, there's, that, if, if there's anybody that's got you know something they want us to talk about with them just send them out absolutely you know. mm-hmm. actually I, 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 that's, that did come to mind when i was just speaking to you because there was um a young lady i was speaking to earlier about again i'm afraid it was about addictions um but it, it, it's it, her passion and uh some of the stuff that she's got, got going on yeah there's definitely some some organizations i can put your way that um i've just hmm. been so blown away by their stories and you know, I, I tended to think I'd, I'd got a bit of the inside track from my magistrate's uh, knowledge, but there's still a lot of little places, out, little organisations doing wonderful things out there that nobody knows about. So let's uh, let's see if we can get their profiles raised, really, and yeah. get them some funding somewhere along the line as well. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be the biggest challenge, isn't it, like you say, funding. But if Captain Tom can raise all that money, we can do something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bless his cotton socks. So, I know. Uh, I know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But um, uh, but no. So there's there's uh, there's a lot of good stuff on my list still to be knocked off. Good. Yeah. I like that. Uh, that wasn't a. Oh, good. I'm glad you're doing something positive. <laughs> well done, you. That was uh, you know that's no, not that. at all. <laughs> it's, it's not a, at all. A bit of positivity because you know uh, I mean there was there are loads of great positive things coming out actually at the moment. You know there's uh, uh, I mean we spoke to seasons. Um, on mm-hmm. on the our last show and you know they, they were talking you know how they've adapted uh their business to be able to work in this in this environment um there's so like and you talk about the court systems being really innovative and you yourself using social media when a lot of the high sheriffs mm, yeah. haven't really done that there, there are so many initiatives coming out of it so even though yes it is affecting people negatively whole scale uh there are still some really nice things coming out of it i mean captain tom mm. is just one of them you know he's captain tom moore is an absolute inspiration and he has inspired Legend. others to do the same yeah. you know i think, I think yeah. the thing is that um the i mean the number of people volunteering and things like that has just been off the richter scale hasn't it that yeah. the people i mean i do think the british are terribly good when things are bad yeah. that we, we do seem to have the ability to absolutely step up to the mark and pull together and i mean even in our little tiny village there's that there's the the support group and you know if anybody's going somewhere and somebody needs something and some of the old people in the village there's i mean there really is a pulling together but um i suppose we're fortunate that we've got that in our village but you know without wanting the doom and gloom there are still some people who are not having any contact and it's it's just people putting themselves out to try and, and connect with people which again as I, I just think it has been it's been wonderful it would be even more wonderful if we could keep it going after we come out of covid 
Yeah, that's the that's yeah. the key thing, isn't yeah. it? It's the keeping yeah. it going. We've got two young no two is it two or three? There's three young boys in our village. Um, I think they were in Shropshire News not so long back, um, but they've set up like a help well not helpline but they've set up a phone line so that old people they can call and speak to old people. Oh, oh bless them! Nice. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant isn't it and it's really just stuff like that. And particularly because you know that's youngsters so i think they was 14 12 and 9 i think they are the three boys um well, and, and youngsters get quite a lot of bad press as well don't they exactly and that's yeah you know what speaking of press uh, and speaking of what you were just saying uh dean you know i feel like the press i need to take heed uh and stop I mean, we know there are protesters going on about in America, and we know there are people doing daft things here in the UK. But all we're hearing about is the negativity. Okay, Tom, yeah. Captain Tom has been like one of the yeah. one of the positive stories that's come out of this. But there are literally hundreds of thousands of people mm. up and down the country, and in America too, I bet you know, doing great things. Yeah. And all we're yeah. hearing is the well negativity. Said. It's it's very irresponsible. Uh, and I'm, mm. I'm not, not going to do a Piers Morgan now, you know, but I, I do feel. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like the press are being very irresponsible and, and quite mean, actually, because um, yep. all the all, all the, the the you know the, the well spirited, the good, the, the do good, well doers, well wishes, and the people that are working hard need to be illustrated. That's so. it. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree one hundred percent. As I say, there is there is a lot of good going on. Um, and, it's even uh, just people capturing, you know, like trying to make the mood lighter for people, and you know, like like the posts, you know, like all the all the post people in Shrewsbury, they're all dressing up yeah. in fancy dress yeah. to deliver mail. So you know, and that's to put a smile on their face. And and obviously, Brigitte Zuckman, she's going around and doing the, um, and that's like recording history. That will be doing the, you know, the photographic doorstep. Oh yes, yeah, that, that I saw that the other day. That's that's a brilliant, the brilliant thing. Like you say, the history that's been. And I think we have to remember is that. Look, kids will be in school in the future and they'll be learning about this as, as part of history. Oh, yes. Um, and, you know, that, that's, that, in a way, that's quite scary and quite daunting. But but also, I think, um, like you say, I just think if we can keep some of the goodwill going and the volunteering side of things, you mm -hmm. know, I'm fortunate. I've, I've been a magistrate for years. I've run my own business, so I'm fortunate. I've got the time and I can change my commitments to fit in with it. Not not everybody has. I appreciate that. But but if we were just a little bit more creative about it, and I mean, the, the UK relies so heavily on volunteers. Um, I think it's it's when you see these numbers, it's it's quite frightening. And and it makes you wonder what we'll do in the future if we don't have volunteers. That's the other, other thing. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite important that, that, that we keep it going. So, this is, this is um, why no. this is why they need to change the, the, you know, the press approach and, you know, find a way to say thank you. In a in yeah. a very rewarding and public way, you know, someone that's gone out there and and overstepped the mark. I mean, like, um, th there are so many great things even locally. Mark Fielding, who does Chords Crush Cancer, um, he's yeah. he's releasing a hashtag Together uh, CD to raise money for the NHS. All local okay. um, musicians with independent music, they're going to put on a CD. I did mention Patreon as well, or something digital, because it's a CD. But he's thinking about all the older or the older generation that still listen to CDs. And he's going to sell <laughs> these CDs and raise money for the NHS. My friend Ashley Wilding sat in his house in, his, you know, in Schiffnall, sat there playing Resident Evil on his on his PlayStation. He raised £100 for the NHS doing that. You know, mm. um, well, splat I don't actually know what that is, but I know it's a video game. But I think, I mean, I think the other thing, 
not obviously it's, it's one the NHS and the job they're doing is just unreal. Yeah. But I, I do think it's important. We, we're going to have to remember that there's there's other organisations that Agreed. are going to need so much support when we come out the other side of this. That, um, yeah. that you know they were struggling anyway. Now their funding's absolutely rock bottom. Yeah. Um, and there's so many vulnerable people relying on them. So, you know, I think we're just going to have to stop, rethink, and, and see where we go. And hopefully, uh, you know, from the government's perspective as well, that they will be doing the same. So, um, yeah. please, please, God, we all uh, as a nation learn something from this. That's 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 all you can hope, really, isn't it? Yeah. And I think I think you're right as well. You know, it's about the organisations post this that are going to need it. But but also now, I mean, obviously, you know, everyone is focusing quite rightly on supporting the NHS as mm. much as possible. Mm. But mm. like you say, there's, you know, like you can't do any fundraising activity. You know, yeah. there'll be lots of different charities that all of their fundraising yeah. events that they had put on this Absolutely. year have been, you know, a, a big one that comes to mind for me um, in the county is the um, Bike for Life. For Midland yeah. Air Ambulance, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously they're going to do a virtual bike for life at the weekend, but it's... How, how are they going to do that? <laughs> well, I'm not quite sure. Um, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I was going to do it myself physically, but I've got a. I've, I'm sure it's. Has I'm it... not sure, and I, I'm now thinking: Has it already gone? Was it this Sunday just gone? There were lots of um, really great videos. I mean, like for example, um, the the album and Bombos, uh, James Hitch in there. Mm. They did like a past the pint video where people would like oh, sliding yes. their drinks and they're catching it, taking a drink, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, there's. I mean, there is some amazing stuff online, yeah. and like you said, people are so creative and, yeah. and things like that. So you can raise a smile, but. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, and and you do sometimes you just I mean I've taken to listen I can only bear listening to the news for about twenty minutes a day yeah. Because, oh, yeah. because you just go I can't take any more I just you've got to yeah. um just take yourself away from it sometimes and just you know because like you say it is you, I mean people can become become obsessed with it and mm-hmm. it can just absolutely set the fear of God into you yeah um, so uh, but again you know I also understand not everybody's got the mental strength to do that there are some people genuinely sat petrified um yeah so again if, if we can do anything to help those as well then then we just need to be mindful that you know not everybody's as resilient as, as maybe you or i that's the other thing yeah. that's the other thing that al's just said about the press don't help and you know be, you've got those people that you know either they're 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 listening to the news however you know it's the same i I just catch 10 minutes in the morning and then that's my lot no way do i want to listen to any more um but then it's you know obviously it's now coming it's being rolled out through social media and thankfully obviously a lot of people jump onto it and you know the good thing about social media is people can certainly out share any press that goes on there with good things so but um yeah, but a lot of people will believe a lot of the stuff that they hear, um, and which will make them worry even more, which is sometimes unnecessary because, you know, un- unless there is any facts and, you know, factual data in anything that comes yeah. through, it's, you know, I've, I've adopted a don't believe it until it's like, you know, until it's coming on the BBC news, so to speak, <laughs> and, and then even then reserving a little bit of judgment. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it is a whole fake news thing, which actually I just thought was a figment of Donald Trump's imagination to start with. <laughs> but it, but it is. But the times that people do do the oh, it's on Facebook, so it must be true. Um, it, it's it's just bizarre. But um, yes. you know, you, you just have to. Uh, we just have to, I suppose, protect those people who are maybe not not um, yeah. made of made of sturdier stuff, really, and, and mm. do what we can. So um, yeah, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I find with folks, it's, like, it's about using the right language and the right 
approach, you know, because if somebody's like, oh, Elon Musk's Starlink is causing the corona and it's 5G and you, and you go up to him and you're like, <laughs> you're an idiot and you don't believe it. Yeah. And then they're just going to come back at you and they're just going to be this back yeah. into argument. I did one last yeah. week. I was, I was like, oh, we're talking about vaccines and stuff. And I realized, why? Do, why? What's the point? You know, because um, I don't I don't know the language. I don't know how to get across to someone that believes in these things that they see on yeah. Facebook. But yeah, I, I think threw up a post. <laughs> the other thing I think is tricky as well is, um, you know, I, I don't live on my own. I have a husband. Um, and I think that must be quite a big challenge, whether you're old or young. If you do live completely on your own and for some reason you are, you know, you're not going to work or whatever. I think that that loneliness and, and people tend to think of loneliness just in old people. But I think, you know, I've, I've got um, girlfriends who are single and I think it, it must be a real strain that yeah. therefore what you are listening to on the television in some ways can have more impact because yeah. you haven't got anybody to rationalise it with or just say, just, you know, take yeah. your mind away from it. And I think, um, you know, Zoom and, the, and, and all these conference calling mm. um, apps and things have really come into their own now that, you know, if you can keep your, your friends around you, if you've got friends and family, I, I understand that as well. Yeah. But I think that is just vital that you've got to have some connection with, with other people. Yeah. I think that has, you know, that that's obviously the, the, you know, I suppose the creativity of people, isn't it? And, and jump, jumping on these different, you know, obviously we're doing this via Skype, um, but yeah, like Zoom, you know, and it's, it, it is, I think it, the key thing is setting regular Zoom catch-ups with people, yeah. you know, so I do, you know, me and my sisters do one every Wednesday with my mum. It's quite entertaining initially, obviously trying to talk her, how to get onto Zoom, even though every week she's on it, but we still have to tell her what to do. Um, but, you know, and I think that's the way because the moment they see your faces and can interact with you, yet, you know, obviously they're not there and they can't hold you and hug you, but at least, you know, it, it's better than the phone or just a quick text or something. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's the connection, isn't it? I think it's the connection with, with other people, like you say, seeing the whites of their eyes, it just makes a big difference. Yeah. As well as like the silly little games and things you can play on Facebook, uh, you know, you can play Scrabble. I used to play Scrabble with my dad. House Party, um, not a lot of people are using House Party anymore, but like House Party's great. I was playing like, uh, you know, that game where you put like a post it on your, ne your head and you got to try and guess oh, who yeah. you're. Stupid, <laughs> silly little games like that. They're just fun to do with your family. Um, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, Dean, you've been great. Um, can you? tell sort of people if they wanted to write to you with suggestions and uh, to get in touch with you how would they be able to do that yep they can either go on to the website which is highsheriffshropshire.co.uk or um my i've got two email addresses i've got shropshirehs at hotmail.co.uk or there's dean at thebusinesscompany.biz or I can I can give my mobile number out if you allow that. That's fine. Uh, uh, it's 079 which um, I, I don't mind either way. But um, if, they, if, they, if they're stuck for any of those, just go straight onto the High Share of Shropshire website and all the contact details are on there anyway. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, I, I've loved speaking to you. I think you're, you're great. I think you're awesome. I, I, the, the, um, I think as soon as I heard you say um, that nobody else was doing social media, so I wanted to do it. Uh, and I was like, yes, we've got a winner there. We've got a winner there. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I'd like to be cheeky and ask you if I can do, if um, if once we're out of lockdown and I've, I've got some um, visits under my belt and I've got something to come back and talk to you about, then I, I really would like to come back and tell you what I've found out about the county, what's going on. Yes, please. Where we've got some, some issues. 
Yeah. So, so yeah. not not. I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking about coming on every month, but you know, say maybe two or three times during the year, I think it'd be quite useful to have a. So, what have you actually done, and what have you achieved, Dean? I, I would be quite welcome to. You you could hold me to account for all the things I've said. I'm. <laughs> no, I'd uh, love that. Uh, we'll get Biscuit Studios <laughs> back up and running. We'd love to. Um, you know what? Keep in touch anyway. Um, no, definitely. Because... I'd say some of the organisations I'm coming across will definitely uh, benefit from from coming on and, and yeah. talking to you both. I think uh, that'd be great. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, okay. Brilliant. I was going to give a quick shout out before we went out. I completely forgot at the beginning, but I wanted to make a point of it. Splat and Splodge, who's from the parade, which is where Biscuit Studios are, um, they've um, done a like an online initiative where they're because obviously the parade is closed at the moment. People are going out their minds. Yep. Uh, Splat and Splodge are are doing a, a, a what's it called a hire and fire kit. Um, it's a, like a pottery kit that you can pick up from a doorstep. Um, you can take it home, you can paint your pots, uh, and then you can wash all the equipment, bring it back to her, and she sterilizes everything, and it's good to go again. Um, so you hire these pottery paint pot things. That'd be great for the kids. I mean, if the kids are going crazy at home, and wow. you know, and Splat and Splodge are great anyway. You know, So there's an idea. Go to uh, www.splatandsplodge.co.uk to find out more about that. I just want to give her a shout-out because she's great. Uh, Dean, you've been awesome. Thank you so, so much. No. Thank yep. you very Thank much. Thank you. Right, take care. Both stay well, and I shall be in touch. Thank you very Brilliant. much. Uh, Thanks, Dean. Thank you. Thank you. Before we sign off, I uh, just want to quickly say uh, we could do with some nice uh, five star reviews on iTunes. If you are, if you're listening to us on iTunes, and you do listen to us on iTunes. If you could, if you liked it, I mean, I'm not going to say give us a five star review. If you liked it, drop a five star review. Uh, tell people about us. Give us a share as well, because uh, I'd lo- I just love to hear your comments and see what you say. Um, drop, drop, go to our website as well, which is www.theshrewsbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. You can listen to our audio directly from there. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. This has been great. Peace out. <laughs>